This is the DevSecOps Days Podcast. DevSecOps Days Podcast is supported by OWASP, dedicated to enabling organizations to conceive, develop, acquire, operate, and maintain applications that can be trusted. And with support from the Sonatype Nexus platform, allowing companies to automatically control open source risk. Hi, this is Mark Miller, executive producer of the DevSecOps Days podcast series. If you'd like a transcription of today's podcast, you can go to DevSecOpsDays.com, click on podcasts, and you will be able to download the transcription. Today's show is talking about AppSec Cali, which is coming up on January 22nd through 25th. I've got one of the core organizers with me, Richard Greenberg. Welcome, Richard. Haven't talked in a while. Yeah, it's good to have you on the line, Mark. It's been a while. I love the stuff that you're doing. Always great to participate. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to hear again about your event. Every year you and I check in to talk about what you're doing in Cali with the event. Let's start off with the basics for people that don't know. Where is the event going to take place? Well, unfortunately, it's going to be located on the beach. So for those of you who are enjoying the snow and the rain, uh, you'll have to give that up if you want to come out to join us next week. Uh, Annenberg Beach House on the shores of the Pacific Ocean in Santa Monica, California. The conference will be starting off on the 22nd and 23rd of January with two days of training from world-class trainers. There'll be both one and two day training sessions and it will then continue on on Thursday and Friday with great keynotes and four concurrent breakout sessions throughout both days. You have been at that location for a couple of years now. It seems to be very popular. We considered at one point finding a larger place because the popularity was starting to uh, increase attendance. And then the entire planning team discussed it and, and unanimously decided we'd rather not give up that amazing location just to get bigger. Uh, it, it was a tough one because one of the core missions, as you know, of OWASP and what we were trying to achieve with AppSec California is to spread the word as, as loudly and as much as possible to get you know more people on board. It's the beach that, that has a good attraction. The vibe is just incredible. Everyone is in love with each other at this event. So we made that decision to, to keep it where it is. Where's your core audience? I assume they're coming from Orange County, but do people come in from around the country like they do for the major AppSec events? Actually, it's not just Orange County. We're up in Los Angeles, by the way, even though we're on the beach. This conference is being organized and run by a team of planners from five different OWASP chapters. We've got Los Angeles, of course, which I am the president of. We have Orange County, Inland Empire, uh, Santa Barbara and San Diego, and also the Bay Area. So uh, we've got people f- traveling from all over California, but we do have a large number of people from not just around America, but internationally. We've had folks flying in from India, China, Korea, all over Europe. When you have a conference that not just has this venue, which you know you'll hear me talk about probably later again, but with the amount of top level speakers 
uh, and great topics, both for developers, InfoSec folks at Pentestas, QA, et cetera. People want to come. There is not much difference between us and the global OWASP conferences that are held, uh, like AppSec EU and AppSec USA, which are fantastic. There's not much of a difference other than the planning committee here is, is all California-based. Speaking of people that are flying in from outside the country, you've got a special guest coming in from Hawaii, it looks like. Well, we always welcome Mr. James <laughs> Manico, a longtime friend, a longtime supporter of not just OWASP uh, and application security, but of the Los Angeles area. Uh, he's spoken at our, our meetings many times. Um, he's an awesome speaker and he's going to be our closing keynote. So he'll be wrapping things up. Uh, we felt that why not put the most energetic speaker possible at the end to Ooh, encourage Jim? people. Energetic. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're looking forward to what he's going to bring to the table. Uh, very much enjoy his company. And he's also doing a two day training class as well. The other interesting thing I saw on the schedule that is starting to really pick up is the include uh, inclusivity you've got zoe and vandana running the women in appsec actually doing a training session absolutely they'll be talking about web application penetration testing and that their workshop it's a full day it's for developers and security professionals at, at a variety of levels and um they also head up the women in application security team which is um a group that they've set up to try to raise awareness to create opportunities for women. Uh, we've been supporting a women in security since the first AppSec California. Started off with a women's security panel, and each year we try to increase that opportunity. It's definitely something we've all got to have on our radar because, as we all know, there aren't enough people to do the jobs today. Just ask any hiring manager in, who's looking for application and security professionals. But projections are dire at best as far as the amount of availability of people versus the need and the number of positions. So here we are with half of the world's population is female, but we've got, what, 10 to 15, 20 percent at best of women in our field. Uh, what's missing, folks? I have heard of some women that have felt verbally attacked on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and discussion groups, and we can't have any of that. There's no, there's no place for that. To my knowledge, luckily, we haven't had any situations in Los Angeles. Uh, you know, I think the East and West Coasts are, are fairly enlightened on that subject, but we have to still be cognizant of it. We have a a very decidedly proactive approach to this. And I urge everybody to reach out, mentor, if you will, support not just women, but all minorities. Um, women are not minorities in the country, but they are certainly minorities in our field. You also are featuring Adrienne Porter Felt. Uh, well, she'll be one of our keynotes. Mm -hmm. And we're really pleased to have her aboard. She's an engineer and manager for Chrome at Google. So she'll bring that perspective to us. And we appreciate her doing that. I mentioned two of the keynotes. We also have Brian Payne as one of our keynotes. He's a director of engineering and product and application security for Netflix. 
Netflix, as you probably all are aware, is a pretty uh, forward-thinking organization. I've accomplished quite a lot in the field of application security, so we're really delighted. Last but not least, our fourth keynote, because we have both an opening and closing each of the two days on Thursday and Friday, Flee Lee, Frederick Lee, who's the head of information security at Square. Uh, he's a very dynamic speaker. He'll be kicking things off on day two. You know, I'm on the page right now, the speaker page, and you've got a really nice lineup. I'm looking at friends of mine. You know, Nicole is going to be there. Uh, Will Bengton from, from Netflix is going to be there. There's so many people that are just a critical part of the community that you've got going here. This is a really nice lineup. Yeah, I think what happens is each year we gain more and more uh, popularity, more and more credibility, and more and more people want to come to the beach with us, which is understandable. But the lineups, word gets out when you when you have great speakers. I'm looking at Adam Shostak that you've got here. Adam's big time. Yep, threat modeling is his hmm. mantra, and he's uh, the god, as far as I know, in the field. Uh, he's very happy to come. He, we had him last year as well. I mean, people keep want to come back. One of the things that we do, we have the call for trainers and call for speakers, and those are evaluated through a committee. I mean, the way we put on AppSec California is a kind of like a crowdsourcing. We've got all these representatives from the different chapters uh, on the planning committee, and there's a team of about six or seven people who evaluate every single one of the talks and rate them. We're getting the best. We're getting the best speakers in the world in the field. We've talked a lot about the keynotes. We've talked about the training sessions. Richard, what what are you looking forward to here? I mean, you've done this for years now. There's got to be something that's going to keep you going here. The energy of everyone at that event. I look around knowing I've put my heart and soul, spilled a lot of blood to put this on. I'm a volunteer. So this is just my time. Somehow I squeeze it out late at night, never, because I do have a day job, right? Got to pay those mortgage bills. But to see everybody smiling and asking questions and finding solutions and leaving, still smiling and knowing that they've got more ammunition to deal with all the stuff we have to deal with in this field back at the office or, or back at their own company, and that's the reward I get, and that's what I like. Plus, I like the opening reception drinks. That's, that's very nice, too. One of the things that you and I have talked about briefly, the idea of incorporating DevSecOps into the OWASP pattern of things. And I think you've got a session coming up on that, right? Absolutely. I'm fortunate enough to have rounded up a bunch of folks that I've dealt with previously, couple of them are friends, but they are CISOs in organizations. And what I'll be doing is putting on a talk. I'm going to be moderating the panel, and it's going to be baking security into the SDLC. It's not just that. It's clearly we're going to be talking quite a bit about putting the SEC in DevOps to create DevSecOps. Some companies are very forward-thinking and have that, but I think the majority still are not there yet. Uh, so I have brought together Colleen Coolidge from uh, Segment, and she spoke actually last year at our conference, did a great job. 
uh, Martin Mazur, who I've known for many years. He's the senior VP and CISO at Entertainment Partners. Uh, Bruce Phillips, who I've uh, had on panels before. Uh, he was on mine, I was on his. He's the uh, senior vice president and CISO at uh, Williston Financial. And Shayama Rose, who's the uh, CISO at Avant. Uh, all of these are our leaders in the field, and they're going to bring different perspectives on how they've achieved this, of how they've gotten security, how they've interacted with the application development teams, with the business leaders in the organization, uh, because we can't do this alone. We've got to team up and collaborate. Whenever I do these kind of broadcasts or participate in a conference, the first question I get when coming off stage is, are the recordings going to be available? Are you guys recording or are people going to be able to get the slide decks afterwards? We decided from the very first one that we put on, uh, this is the sixth actually, that we would pay the piper. We would engage a professional audiovisual videotaping team and record every session, even my intro even my opening welcome address, which nobody really looks at once it's over. But this year I'll be talking a lot about OWASP and what it means and what it can do. So it's actually going to turn probably into a good recording, but they're all going to be recorded. All previous ones are posted up on our OWASP YouTube site. Uh, you can review previous ones. This knowledge doesn't get old. The attacks may get old, but come on, let's face it how many sites are still vulnerable to cross-site scripting and SQL injection. So there's timely information even with AppSec California number one. They'll all be there. Uh, it, it's great information. If you can't make it, you can avail yourself of that, but uh, it's always better in person. I just want to mention that various training classes that we have, uh, we're filling up, but there's still a couple of seats for those of you who last minute want to join us because the way people in Southern California do it, we get over half of our signups this last week, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. It's the mentality in Southern Cal. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but we discovered that from the very beginning. And after the first two years of pulling our hair out, wondering if we're going to get a good turnout every year, we're getting tons. We had over 600 last year. Uh, the trainings that we have are attacking and defending containerized apps and serverless tech building secure APIs and web applications with the OWASP Top 10 and ASVS, real-world red team attacks, Seth and Ken's excellent adventure in code review, the bug hunter's methodology, web application penetration testing, as I mentioned, and uh, AWS Security 101. That's a mouthful, much more than you could probably digest right now just hearing this, but go to the appsetcalifornia.org website there's tons of information there. You could find out more. We're looking forward to it. We also will be having a CTF, the Capture the Flag, for both days on Thursday and Friday, as well as an IoT village. That's uh, becoming a lot more popular. And we've got Aaron Guzman who's running that. Aaron has become an expert in the field of IoT, former board member here in Los Angeles with us, traveling the world, talking about IOT and the dangers, but some of the things that we can do to deal with that uh, as it becomes more and more ubiquitous. I didn't realize it was so large, 600 people. I thought you were three or 400. Well, that was the point when I compared it to the uh, AppSec conferences. The, yeah. the EU, 
yeah, we draw people, and uh, as again, we probably would draw more, uh, but the venue is uh, limited. The venue is nice because it's it's three separate buildings, and there's a lot of outdoor space, a lot of places for people to sit. I would say that a third of the people are outside networking and strategizing while the sessions are still going on because you know it's a great place to be. The, the sea air is invigorating, gets them talking. I know of several people who have gotten jobs there. Uh, several folks have gotten solutions to their problems. A lot of vendors come because they like hanging out by the pool because we set them up on a, uh, under a tent all around the, the, the famous Annenberg swimming pool, which was the scene of many parties in the 20s and 30s. Everyone just loves going out there. The open reception is in that same location too. So vendors are pretty happy because they get a lot of traffic, a lot of people walking around the lunch line goes right through the vendor area, but you know it's 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 more like a big celebration, right? And at the same time, you get knowledge. I thought you were actually going to say people have gotten engaged there. I don't know. That's a good question. I'll have to ask that when I give my opening talk. See, <laughs> yeah. a raise of hands. hands. Yes. How many people have gotten engaged? <laughs> or at least gone out on a date? How's that? That's great. Yeah. Also, this year. For the first time, we will, we will be hosting the first global board meeting for the board of directors at APSEC, California. In person, or is it going to be remote? It will be in person. They're all coming out. Might be related to the fact that I got elected this year to join the global board. May not. I think that they've heard enough about APSEC, California, that they want to come to the beach, too. So we'll have our first board meeting there. Uh, we're hopeful to address a lot of the issues that have been raised this past year or two uh, with OWASP. Uh, we think we're on a fantastic road right now. We, we've had a really rough one. There was no money spent for fixing the road. Our infrastructure was crumbling, but we're fixing it now. We've got enacting a uh, new ED. We've got a great team of uh, paid staff. And I like the board makeup this year. There are a bunch of doers a lot of folks who are used to getting things accomplished besides having vision. I'm anticipating a lot of fun with that. Uh, so we'll be meeting at the in the second floor of the guest house while everyone else is reveling, but we'll join in when we're done. And I remind everybody, every January is APSEC California time, towards the end of the month, typically. We haven't picked the date yet for next year, but it, it's either the last week of January or the next to last week. So block your calendars now. I have been talking with Richard Greenberg, who is one of the core organizers of the sixth annual APSEC Cali. Uh, Richard, always good to catch up with you. I wish I could make it this year. It sounds like a fantastic event. We'll be thinking of you. And I promise at the opening reception, you know I'll have a drink for you. This is the DevSecOps Days podcast. DevSecOps Days podcast is supported by OWASP, dedicated to enabling organizations to conceive, develop, acquire, operate, and maintain applications that can be trusted. And with support from the Sonatype Nexus platform, allowing companies to automatically control open source risk. <laughs>